0: Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatkaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Karis. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. I'm going to continue on the new creation realities, and today I want to focus just basically on one the sonship of the believer. The sonship, let's also say the sonship of the believer. The of the believer. Say it again. The of the believer. What does it mean when they say someone has been Europeanized? He
1: has been made an
0: European. He has been made an European. Maybe the way he is in thoughts, the way he acts. Europeanized. Uh, uh, That's where the Christianing comes from. to, To Christianize. But Today, I'm going to talk about how we have been (laughs) sanized. (laughs) Sanized. Hallelujah. Tell someone, I have been (laughs) sanized. It means I have been made a (laughs) son. He sanized us. Let's do some reading Romans chapter 8. And we know. Say, we know. (laughs) We know. That's a very interesting one. One day I probably have to teach on, we know. We know.
1: <laughs>
0: we know. We know. Yeah. Paul said, I do not want you to be ignorant concerning, he continued to say, that, I pray for you that you, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that ye may know. know. Christianity has a lot to do with knowing. Mm-hmm. That I might know him. So, it says that, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. Called according to his purpose. Then the key text comes in. Why is he saying that? Because... Who he foreknew. Say foreknew. That word foreknew is not just talking about knowledge. It's talking about when they say Adam knew his wife and Elkanah knew his wife. Loved you in a very intimate and unique way. We were loved before we were even born. But for those who, who he foreknew, he also predestined. When you see a bus a route, you normally see the destination in front. Am I right? Yeah. It tells you where the, the, the destination, where them. So uh, they said this bus terminates us at Oxford Circus, or at Elephant and Castle. Yeah. Oh. And so that starts to imp- imply that predestination is a simple one to understand. You have been predestined. That means that your destination, where you end has already been defined. Alright. Oh, uh, it has to do like destiny. What's your destiny? Where you're going. So predestination has been defined before you started. Mm. So now predestined Bible says that for those he foreknew, knew before, for know means to know. Those he foreknew, he also predestined. What's your destination? From the text. A confirmation. So where we are ending is actually confirmation. <laughs> to be conform to the image. So our destination is to become. So First John chapter three verse one it says that, behold, what manner of love the Father has given unto us that we should become, we should be called the sons of God. And then it goes on in verse two. We talk about uh, the world. verse one says the world does not know us. Verse two. Verse two says that, behold, we are the children of God. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know. See, see when we know again, yeah. you see that we know again, all right. But we know that when he's revealed, we shall be like him, but we shall see him as he. So when we shall be like, we can just, just the same. Our destination is to be conformed into the image of, back to Romans chapter eight, right. verse 29. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, Hallelujah. So that's where the we are going. We have been predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. Let's finish the text, then I'll come back to it later, all right? Why does He want us to be conformed to the image of His Son? I want all of us, everyone, let's go louder. Holy, Holy. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many. The reason why you are destined to be conformed to this image is there's a purpose. God wants him to be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Hallelujah! <laughs> why the sonization? Why are you going to be so nice? So that he will be the the firstborn among many, so many. Many. All right, now we are going to start the text. They're reading different texts. I like this verse I'm about to read. John chapter one, verse 12. John chapter one, we are all going to read it out live from the screen. those who are writing, write it quickly because there's a lot of scriptures coming. Every scripture you write down, may it turn into a testimony for you. I said, every scripture you write down, may it turn into a testimony for you. Already, Allah, let's go. But as many as receive Him, to them He gave the right to become the children of God. To those who believe in Him, so, so He gave them the right to become the children of God, to become children. All right, verse 13. Verse 13. It says that, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. We have been born of God. Say, I'm born of God. I'm born of God. Right. So, remember, our destination is sanization. Yeah. I hope you understand the coin word, sanarization. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. We are destined, we have been predestined to be conformed into the image of his son. Right now he says that those who received him he gave them the right so that's where you start you're believing him, you're receiving him gives you the access, it gives you the qualification to enter now but from John three sixteen, someone remembers what's there? okay let's already allow that he gave his what? when God loved what did he do? He gave. he gave. What did he give? His what did he give? Don't just say a son. What did he give? It's yeah. only, only begotten son. The only begotten of the father. His only begotten son. I'm going somewhere. This is very important. I want you to follow me very carefully. So God so loved that he gave his only begotten son. That's what God did. That's the plan he did. He gave his only begotten son. Jesus was the only begotten of the father. John chapter one verse 14, it says that, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father. Full, I like that, that that bitch. Full of grace and truth, hallelujah. We beheld he was full of grace. Jesus Christ was full of grace. (laughs) He was full of grace and truth. Verse 18 of John chapter 1. See here verse 18 says that no one has seen God at any time. The, The only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father he has declared him had such a unique position with the father that no, no one can have and no one could have. He was the son from eternity. He was uncreated. He is God by himself. So he's He's not, he's the, he doesn't have a created life. He became a creature and stepped in creation even though he was still a son. So he stepped on earth as the only begotten of the Father. Now watch this. He says that the only begotten son who is in the bosom of the Father. That's what we say that the monogenesis You remember Jesus Christ, they, watch this. The sonship of Jesus Christ is so unique that in a, in a very unique way. The only begotten. The only begotten doesn't just connote that he's the only one God had, even though that's what it means, like just when we talk about uh, eternal life, eternal life doesn't just mean everlasting life, even though it means that, it also means God's kind of life, God's life, the uncreated life. All right. So when we talk about the only begotten son, it's not just the fact that he's the only son of God. That's, it means that, but it also means that he's the only begotten in a special way who came from the bosom of the father. Have you ever been to the bosom? <laughs> Did you understand that? He's, he's, and so his, his sonship was by nature, Jesus Christ, being the Son, is by who He actually is, and no one, no one, that's a, no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten who is from the bosom, He is the only one. You know, creation, everything was made by Him. So, Jesus' sonship is a very unique sonship. We, when he came on earth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, in First John chapter 4, verse 9, John John 4, verse 9, it says something similar about the sonship of the son of Jesus. It says that in this, in this the love of God was manifest towards us, that God has sent his only begotten. So when Jesus Christ was coming on earth, when he came on earth, he was the only begotten son of God. That he came as the only begotten. When he died, he went to the cross. He went to the cross as the only begotten Son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But does it make sense when last Sunday I was talking about Ephesians chapter 1, when it says that Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3: Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Alright. So the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. So we are blessed. New creation, we are blessed. Say, I'm blessed. That's it again, shout out and bless. So blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Go to the next verse. Watch this. Just as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy uh, without blame before him in love verse five. Look at verse five in in love. Having pre- See the predestined has appeared again. Having predestined as to what? Adoption as sons. Adoption was not an Old Testament word. It was just a Roman word. So in those days when uh, a Roman general, a very wealthy person, he can adopt you as a son, it's a legal process, and you become the rightful child, the rightful son of the man. So you can inherit his estate, you can inherit everything, whatever. You are the, just like he has given birth to you, even though, you know, so in a family, in a house, there can be a, a natural son and an adopted son, but legally, they all have the same entitlement. Yeah. Yeah. They all have the same entitlement. Socially, they all have the same entitlement, but, but kind of biologically, the, 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 the essence may be slightly different. Yeah. We were not in the bosom of the father. So our sonship is different from Jesus' sonship. That's why we have been adopted. Spiritually speaking, and, and it's a legal declaration, and it's a legal sonship, and we have every right and to enjoy everything that the Son of God enjoys. We also have that. Someone shout amen. Oh. So though you look normal as a human being, guess what? You are not just an ordinary human being. You are the Son of God.
1: Yes! Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: When you go on the bus, know that the Son of God has come on the bus. Yes. Yes. When you join the train, know that the Son of God has joined the train. Yes. Uh-huh. When you go anywhere, you know that the Son of God has arrived. Yes. Amen. Prince Harry went to uh, Afghanistan because he's a soldier. They didn't want him to go, but he He wanted to go because, you know, he's a young man. He wanted to uh, have, a soldier. Allow allow me to do what soldiers do. But as soon as he went there, the security systems changed. Why? Because a prince has has, has come on board. A prince has arrived. The security systems were completely different. In the same way, when you join a train, security, angelic security system around the train changes. hallelujah. As soon as you enter a restaurant, Son of God is coming. Anyone who comes with uh, any trouble, bomb or they must know you are there. And even whether they know it or not, the systems will find out very soon. Shall I am blessed? Because I'm the son of God. God created Adam in his image the first Adam. He's talking about humanity. It's not male. It's not a male species. It's talking about humanity. So, now, let's go back to the son. So, Jesus Christ being the only monogenes, the only begotten of the Father, God wanted many sons. Mm. Mm. But not just that. Christ also wanted many brethren. brethren. (laughs) Yes. for those who for knew also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son that he might be the first born among many brethren wow. <laughs> <laughs> so well, the reason why we became sons is because so so we can be brothers yes. with Jesus we, we, we just didn't become sons we, we have been destined to become br- many brothers many no one Many brothers. Say, many brothers. And I'm going to show you from the Bible that we are not only just many brothers, but we are also many members. <laughs> Praise God. Say, I'm a son. I am a son. So wherever you are going, know a son has come on board. A son has come on board. A son has come on board. Let me take you to a slight explanation. Jesus Christ died on the cross, when he was alive he has divinity and with his divinity he took on humanity. So he didn't relinquish his divinity. He was divine and yet human. Alright? And with this God man in the flesh, he went through a process called death burial and when he resurrected for the first time the human Humanity has been brought out of death, has resurrected by himself which is different from Lazarus' resurrection, has resurrected by himself. And so, by that act, listen to this very carefully, by that act, Jesus became, as it were, born.
1: Right.
0: So that's when we talk about the firstborn, not the only begotten, but by the firstborn. Romans chapter 1, well, this is very interesting, Romans chapter 1 verse 4, throws a bit more light on it, that, and declared to be son, talking about Jesus, the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection. Ah, Wasn't wasn't he already a son? No. He was the only begotten, but for him to become the firstborn.
1: Right.
0: Firstborn from the dead. Firstborn son of God. Because firstborn connotes many brethren.
1: Right. Mm.
0: So, he, he exalted and elevated humanity, like I normally say, in his, in his being born, coming down, he brought divinity into humanity. In his resurrection, and ascension, he took humanity into divinity so that he became the firstborn from the dead into God so that we all, as many brethren, follow him. Now, it's very interesting. God wanted many sons... So Jesus hinted us, and he said that unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground, John chapter twelve, verse twenty-four. John chapter twelve, verse twenty-four, it says that unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides Hello. Alone, it remains alone alone by said but if it dies it produces many grace hallelujah now, do you know why he said this? When you read one verse before or two verses before, he was talking about his his, his death. Yeah. When they didn't think that Jesus, you don't have to die. Yeah. Verse twenty-two. Look at verse twenty-two. Let's see what verse twenty-two says. says but Jesus answered them, and said, saying, the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. That's talking about his death. though. can you imagine? Yeah. He described his death as glorification. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. When he was so about to die, he said, the time has come. He should have said, the time has come for me to go and die. He said, the time has come. For me to be glorified, for the Son of Man to be
1: glorified.
0: Yeah, are you getting it? Yeah. And then, then he said, Why? Because except a grain of wheat, or I very sure I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground, it can die. It remains alone. But when it dies, it produces many grains. That one grain produces many brothers. So watch this. I, I like what I'm about to say. <laughs> in his in his death. And resurrection when he was dying, he was alone, but in his death and resurrection, he brought many brothers. Yeah. Yeah. The many brothers to end up becoming the many members of his body, I mean, yeah. according to Romans chapter 12, verse 5. Mm. Romans chapter 12, verse 5. He said, We be many, we so we be many, I how many bodies. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let's already square. Let's go. Lord. So we be many. Our one body in Christ. And in so we are many but one body. So he raised us to become when he died at in his resurrection, he produced these many brothers who become who became many members of one body. But that's not just alone. I like this when I discovered this. Did you, you remember it says that except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it produces many grains. So I announce to you, brothers and sisters, that you are a grain. I am a grain. Wow. And when you put many grains together, you get bread. <laughs> Don't you know we are one bread? Should I put victory from scriptures? Look, we not, not that Jesus is the bread of life. We are one bread. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17. Look at it. I told you, the more you know down the scriptures, the more. Let's all read it together. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17. Let's go. For we do many are what? Are want. I want.
1: Say so hallelujah. We are one bread. <laughs> 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 That's bread. We are one
0: bread. Say it, we are one bread. Are one bread. Say it again we are one bread. We are one bread. But many grains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. So, so we all are one bread, but many grains. So, except a cone of wheat falls to the ground, it abides alone. But God was raising a bread. Yes. <laughs> so that, cone, that that grain of wheat had to fall to the ground, and that is why he said that the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Mm. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. (laughs) Someone get you something. Oh man. Hallelujah! So back to sonship. Now watch this. So Jesus was declared son according to the resurrection. By the resurrection he became son. And guess what? At the time of the resurrection to this, this is an interesting one. You're going to get discover at the time of the resurrection, he that is when he produced many sons to the father and many brethren. Now, watch this. Um before Jesus died, the most intimate name term he used for his disciples was friends yeah. according to John chapter 15, verse 14 and 15. Yeah. John 15:14, 15. 14, 15 my friend, I've oh got he calls. He said, You are my friends if you do what I command you. Yeah. So, started you hear that? Yeah. Don't just take the first part, the if is also important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, did you hear that? Yeah. The, the if is also important, okay? He said, You are my friends. Go to the next verse, verse 15. John 15 15. No longer do I call you servant, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends. For all things that I have heard from my father, did you, did you hear that? He's talking about my father, I've delivered you to my friends because they were not his brothers. No. They were his friends. Before his resurrection, no. we were at best friends. At worst at enemies. No, no, no. But the best status man could ever be elevated to was friends of Christ. But after the resurrection, keep careful, and on Easter Sunday, when he resurrected, there is one woman called Mary. And she was going to embalm the body. When he got there, he didn't see. him. He didn't see the body. The tomb was empty. So he saw the gardener. He said, Please, if you have, those time those days, thieves used to, st- to steal the bodies. Because and Jesus was buried in the rich man's tomb. So that was a very lucrative place to go and steal. Because the rich man, tomb that means the jewelry and all that they will bury, they will go. So it was a common knowledge that sometimes, if someone is buried, the thieves can go and steal the body. Because if Jesus died as a pauper and it was he died like the, the criminal they throw their body on Gehenna, so that was not necessary. Bible says in his burial he was he made his uh, his, his grave with the rich, so he was buried in a rich man's tomb. So when Mary went there and couldn't find him, he said, please, if you have taken him out, show us where you have laid him. So show me. And, and he said that, the, the angel said to her, why are you looking there for the living amongst the dead? Okay. Then she heard a voice behind her. That's Jesus Christ. Jesus said, Mary. And she said, Say, Rabbi. or oh, I like the word, Rabboni. Rabbi. John, I'm talking about John chapter 20, from 15, 16. Rabboni! And she went. So Jesus said, woman, who are you seeking? She's supposing him to be the gardener, said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, that I will go and take him. Then Jesus said, Mary, she turned and said to him, Rabboni, you are the one! Which is to interpret, teacher. Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. Now, this text, this text is a very serious theological. They say, "Who? Oh, we're not sure what this. He said, I've not yet ascended to my father, but go, go to him. My brother. Go to who? My brother. Ah. My brother. <laughs> he said, You are my friends. But after soon resurrected, he said, I've got, their brothers. Yes. I've, got brothers. Yes. I've got brothers. I've got brothers. I've got brothers brothers. He said go to my brethren. Put it back on the screen please. He said go to my brethren and say to them I am ascending to my father and your father for the first time. He said it's your father because I'm resurrected from the dead now. Hallelujah! Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, he abides alone. But after he dies, he produces many graves, many sons. He says that for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. So Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 2 verse, um, I think 10. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 to 12, he talks about how because the children were... Of flesh and blood he also shared in the same hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 he also shared in the same that for it's fitting for him to whom all things and by whom all things and by him are all things watch this in bringing many see the sounds, this one is not capital small in bringing many it was fitting for jesus okay it was fitting for him this is capital h him jesus for whom are all things uh, fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory in making the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering Hmm. he was bringing many sons to glory in fact the him i think is god God bringing many sons to glory. Go to the net, verse eleven. Watch this. For both he who this that he is talking about Jesus, both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are of one. For which reason he was not ashamed to call them We are of one. Say we are of one. What does that mean? That means that, watch this, this is very important. When Jesus resurrected from the dead, what he did was he, by us becoming his brothers, by us becoming the sons of God, he gave us the nature and the life of God. Right. Because that's what he requires to be a son of God. So we didn't have it. First Peter chapter one, verse three. Just to show you what the resurrection did for us. Say, I'm a son. I'm a son. Say it again chapter 1 verse 3 it says blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ Who, according to his abundant mercy, that's God's, according to God's abundant mercy, has begotten us, see, don't, don't, see, he's only begotten. Oh, we have been begotten. All right. We have been birthed. We have been born. He has begotten us again into a living room through the resurrection.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: So when he resurrected, we were born. Yes. So would, that's why we have said that he raised us together with him, Ephesians chapter 2. Yeah. Verse five. He raised us together with him and made us to sit together with him in heavenly places. Hallelujah. So, so when Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead, that was when the sons were born. When he died on the cross, that was when the penalty for sins was paid. But that was not the destination. The, 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 our destination was not just forgiveness of sins. Our destination was to become, to be conformed into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. <laughs> Man, your status has changed. Amen! You see, see what it means? Why it's the Bible does not encourage a believer to go and get married to an unbeliever? You are not an ordinary. you carry, you carry divinity. You carry divinity. You are a human being with divinity. It's different. You have the nature and the life of God. And so as I said, by us becoming the sons of God, he, or by God becoming our father, let me put it the same thing, but by God, he said, go and tell my brethren, I'm ascending to my father and your father. By God becoming our father, Jesus Christ, what he did was he gave us the nature, the nature of God which he had and the life of God. He gave us the nature of God and the life of God. And by us becoming his brothers, guess what? He elevated us into a status before God, which we didn't have. Wow. We have been elevated into a different status. Yeah. Can you imagine suddenly if you are told that I've been adopted into the royal family the united kingdom? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. But thank God, we are the adopted sons of God. We are the adopted sons of God. Someone shout, I am blessed. I am blessed. So, we were adopted into his family. Now, so now that you are a son, what, what, what? And so what? It, it, it's it's low debt with serious benefits, yes. privileges, significance. Yes. We can't unpack it all. Uh. but the most important thing is you must know who you are. Yes. That's where it starts from. Know who you are. That, that, that will even yes. significantly yes. and sensibly impact your prayers yes. 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 When you are praying you know who you are to, you, you are that's why Jesus says when he' is teaching us to pray say when you pray say that's where it starts from. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. If you don't recognize who you are, the enemy will bully you. Yes. The enemy, Bible says, it's, it's, I've seen an error, I understand, yes. for princes who are walking yes. and themselves are riding on horses because they don't they, they know the identity. Yes. If you don't know your identity, that's when the devil would want to give you some sickness and say, so "Oh, maybe it's in my bloodline. Which, which of the bloodlines are you talking about? Which of the bloodlines? Which of the bloodlines are you talking about? Jesus says, actually, even when you are sick, Jesus says that healing is the children's bread. It's just normal bread, normal day. Give us today our daily bread. Every day, you are supposed to be healed. <laughs> Amen. hallelujah. <laughs> If you have this understanding, your Christian walk changes significantly. When you are doing praise and worship, it changes. When you are giving your offering, it's a, it's a different understanding. When someone is trying to fight you in town, you, 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 you carry yourself like someone with royalty, a son of God. Yes. And you don't walk afraid of what someone can do against you, what some demons can do, because you know you are a son of God. Yes. That's why Jesus said, listen, I can call a legion. Of angels, the legion of angels, like that, 12 legions, and the, the, my father will send them because he was a son. So then Bible says, I like this one. Oh, I like this one. Oh, hallelujah! In then in Galatians chapter 4, verse 6, it said, because you are sons. Uh-huh. <laughs> Galatians four six. Ah, did you see that? Because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your heart, which cries naturally. Hallelujah! Amen. It is in it. It comes deep from within. Yeah. Have you noticed that sometimes, maybe relatives maybe first cousins or even stepbrothers or stepsisters Mm. who don't know each other, can meet somewhere and they'll be, for some reason, attracted to each other and they become best of friends. Later on, they find out that, oh, you're my father's son. Mm -hmm. Oh, we can't marry then. (laughs) (laughs) Some of you know what I'm talking about. Because, Because, you see, there is a pool. There is an attraction. It is deep. In the same way, watch this. Why am I saying this? In the same way, when we because we are sons, the spirit is not this whole thing is not just mental or cerebral. It's deeper than that. It's deep. And because we are sons, there is something God has sent forth, that now now that you are son, because you are son, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart which Christ father because we are sons god has sent for what i can say like a same card chip, microchip, is called the spirit of His Son. Mm. It's a spirit of sonship. It's not just you have made up your mind. No, it's deep. You know it mm. because we are sons. God has sent forth the spirit of His sons into our not our head, our hearts. Galatians four verse six, which. Cry naturally. Well, not, this crying there is not sorrowful crying, but it, it calls on God. It pulls you was. It identifies with God so naturally, so easily. How come that sometimes when you are, you, are, you are falling into sin or you fall into sin, you feel so uncomfortable. You don't like it. You feel so uneasy. It's not just a matter of conscience. It's not just a matter of how your mind has been programmed, but it's a matter of your nature, your spirit. There's something in you. There's a DNA in you which is of God. So it cries, it calls on to God naturally. have but father, sometimes you 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 may be down and you hear worship going on. Suddenly you begin to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something. Because you see, uh, there's the seed of God, it cries. Do, are you surprised why people, why people don't understand why you like going to church like that? <laughs> It's not you, it's you yourself sometimes you don't understand Why am I always going to church? Yeah, because of the spirit of sanship that is in you It draws you towards God It draws you towards the word It draws you towards the things of God Shout hallelujah, hallelujah. You don't know why you just Now this you just enjoy your Bible like that <laughs> You always want to hold your Bible. You always, anytime you come to church or anytime you are praying, sometimes you begin to feel tearful, tears of joy. You can tell. You are just in love uncontrollably. Something. It's not, it's not, it's not you. You are picked on in nature. Some other nature has become natural with you.
1: Right.
0: So because we are sons, God has sent for now. The word Abba is an um, Aramaic word, which means daddy. Jesus used it once, actually. He called, when he was praying to God, he calls him daddy. chapter 14, verse 36. He says, when he was, I think it was just before he went to the cross, he said, and he said, Abba, Father, all things, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but your will. Jesus, that's when, Jesus called him. And now, he says that we, because the spirit of his son has come into our heart, we call, naturally, we call him. We, we have this intimate relationship with him. That is not programmed. That is not like just we are psyched ourselves. It deep. It flows from within. Yeah. Someone say, "I'm a son." Hallelujah. Because you are sons, God has sent for the spirit of His Son into your heart, which Christ our Father, Amen. in Romans chapter eight, verse. 15, 16. Romans chapter 8, verse 15, 16. Uh, I like the 17. Wait till I get to 17. But Romans chapter 8, verse 15, it says that, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, yeah. but you received the spirit of adoption, yes. by which we cry, Abba, Father! Yeah. 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 Call on God at any time. Don't wait for a preacher to do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait for a prophet to do that for you, because you're actually a son. Yes. For a bishop to do that for you, you are actually a son. Amen. Don't wait for an apostle to do that for you. You are actually a son. Amen. Yes. You are a member of the family, yes. Yes. and you have equal access to God. You have God's direct line. Yes. Yes. Why don't you call Him? Call Him. Why do you need someone to do the calling for you? I <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. Okay, but why am I still sinning? Because when the spirit of his sonship is crying, you you've been suppressing it.
1: <laughs>
0: you've been suppressing it. So so and you are allowing feeding your flesh to do Bible says that don't make occasion for the flesh to fulfill its desire. Do not give the, the flesh occasion to fulfill its desire. So if you give the flesh the chance, it will mess you up. Yeah. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Yes, See, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make, make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its last. The last is there. And if you don't, if you make provision, it will fill it comfortably. Yes. But you are so Christian, but sometimes you realize that the flesh was fulfilling its last. And you don't like it. Yes. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody at all? Yes. Tell someone, look at me where you are. I'm a son. <laughs> Is someone getting what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I have been sanized. Yes. I'm talking about the sonship of believers. Yes. We are not just ordinary people. We are not just religious folks or bigots. No. Yeah. We are sons yeah. of the heavenly father, sons of the creator. Yeah. We, are the, we are the brothers. We are the brothers of the firstborn child. Yeah. And uh, let me show you this. You know, when it's Romans chapter 8, verse 29, when it says that that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren, do you know what it means? It's like a prototype. Yeah. Right. So when they are going to make many, like those who are familiar with maybe printing or Casting on, they make the main one, mm-hmm. and then once they finish that, then they use that to do the others. Mm-hmm. The proof. replication. So, he just, we are being replicated according to the order of Jesus. We are just doing many sons, the same, but many sons, many sons, many sons. So, when you come through him, you come out of the sun. You come through, you come a sinner, enter, you come out of the sun. Sinner, enter, you come out of the sun. Sinner, sinner, enter, you come out of the sun. Yeah. Show hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> Amen. we have been sanized yeah. we have been sanized it says that for as many as believed in him he gave them the power he gave them the right to become the children of God translated as the sons of God born not according to the will of the flesh yeah. but born of God Amazing. not of man not of the flesh but of God as soon as you enter him as a sinner you don't come out as a sinner Amen. no. You, if you sin, you are a sinning son. <laughs> <laughs> you are. A, that's why you feel so uncomfortable. That's why you ha, you lose sleep.
1: Yeah.
0: That's the, And then you give you give some powers to the enemy to frustrate you.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Let's finish the text. Where were we? Romans chapter what? Eight. 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 We read verse fifteen. Nah. Verse 16 now, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of. It's not because the pastor is preaching this. You will know in your spirit because the Holy Ghost bears witness with your spirit. Yes. This, this is not a mental exercise. So why are you teaching? I'm, I'm, I'm bringing your spirit. The words I speak are spirits. Yes. So I'm feeding someone spirit man. To, and this is what spiritual maturity is about. Spiritual maturity is progressive recognition of identity in Christ. So the more you know who you are in Christ, that's what defines how mature you are. It's not how many quotations you can quote now. It's not how, I used to, I used to smoke five, uh, ten sticks a day, or three packets a day. Now I've reduced it to half a packet. That's not a reflection of spiritual maturity. I used to do this, now I've stopped. That is reformation. Okay? I used to do this, now I've stopped. Now I used to do this. I used not to go to church, weekday service, but now I'm in. So I'm I'm growing no That's not a reflection of spiritual growth. Reflection of spiritual growth is the more you begin to discover who you are in Christ. You begin to recognize your identity in Christ. The more you recognize, the more if the more you can do some stuff. Because you know who you are. The more the devil can bully you. Shout, I'm, his son, I'm, I'm a son, a say, meant, Allah, I'm his son and I'm, I'm blessed. I'm a son and I'm blessed. I didn't say it, I meant shout it Allah, <laughs> I'm a son and I am blessed. Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> Verse 17 of Romans chapter 8. He said, <laughs> I like that one. Look, I like the way, I like the way sometimes the scriptures put the, the information across. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. It goes on, and if, Romans chapter 8, verse 17, and if children, then what are, what's the implication? Then we are heirs. What kind of heir are you talking about? The heirs of God. Really? And we are joint heirs with our senior brother. So whatever he's, he has access to, we too we have access to. Thank <laughs> you. Uh... are children of your sons. Amen. Did you see where it started from? It says that God has sent for his spirit. We are. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. The devil is fear life. But we have received the spirit of the uh, verse 15. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father. And it says, this, verse 16, that for the spirit of God, if the spirit himself, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And then he said that if children then we are heirs and what kind of heirs are you talking about? I'm talking about heirs of God. Really? Are you an heir of God? Yes, that's what i are talking about. And we are heirs of God and you, are, you want to know how it really means, how it plays out. Look at however Christ lives, whatever Christ, we are joint heirs with Christ. Yes! glory! 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 Hallelujah! The Bible says it was fitting for him in bringing many sons to glory. That's where we are going. Initial text, our foundational text, Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-nine. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the city, our destination. It's very important. He also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son, that he may be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also uh, justified. Those he justified, he also. Glor- we are ending. Our end is glory. <laughs> So in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says that for us, we behold, like we are, we all beholding like in a glass, for we all with an unveiled face, beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same, you see image, so, the, so that we'll be we're conforming to the image of, the, of Christ, his son, all right? So are being been transformed into the same image from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory. It's, listen, you haven't seen anything yet. Your enemies may be worried about the things that are big, good things that are happening for you. They haven't seen anything yet. They haven't seen anything yet. They are jealous about. Uh, they are jealous about your children. They haven't seen anything yet. They are jealous about your house. They haven't seen anything yet. They are jealous about your job. They haven't seen anything yet. They are jealous about your financial status. They haven't seen. Anything They are jealous about your shoes. They haven't seen anything yet. They are jealous about how you look. They haven't seen anything yet. They are jealous about your marriage. They haven't seen anything yet. Because guess what? The best is yet to come because we are being transformed from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. It makes me want to dance. It makes me me want to cry. It makes me want to to, to tremble. Because this is awesome. It's amazing. That's what it means to be a Christian. It's not a religion. It's not religious. Being a Christian is far above human level. You are in the realm of God. You are operating. You are a joint. You are the heir of God. A joint heir with Christ. You are the son of God. You are being transformed from glory, to glory, to glory, to glory. Just when they are about to finish talking about your breakthrough and they don't understand why you deserve it, they don't finish talking about it, another one shows up. And when they don't finish talking about that, another one shows up. Just when they are talking about how your children are doing well, they hear you bought a house. Just when they are talking about the house you bought, they they hear you started a business. I'm out to talk a little bit about your business. The year you are employing people. you are not saved. You are not safe because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say yes, Lord. Pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in Him, all my hope in Him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner have sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me i don't belong to you i belong to jesus thank you lord for saving me in jesus name father i thank you your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice no one can come to you except your father brings him i pray that let your grace be upon them help them to be strong i pray that the grace of god will come upon you the power of the holy spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong christian in jesus mighty name amen Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caries.org or call us on 0207 740 9960. God bless you.